War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Vanguard on an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to this channel, Episode 96 of Channel Massive. Get your kicks on Route 96. That's right. Wait a minute, something's wrong with yeah, that. Something is wrong with that. Oh well, Mark. not really. Huh. I think that was, I think it went pretty well. Yeah, thank you. That was corny, but it worked. But relevant. Jason's no, silence was amused, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that was his amused silence clapping. <laughs> Good job, Mark. Good job. You are doing <laughs> fine as a co-host. <laughs> I may not do as well this episode because I'm coming out of the depths of a cold, so I may do some throat clearing. Oh, and dude, hacking. don't even talk about sacrifices to me. I I have I have not been with with the uh, chicken wings, man. I I am wingless this episode. <laughs> For the past like five episodes, I've been doing hot wings, and now. I'm wingless, and I don't know. I don't know how this episode's going to turn out now. I've been saving myself for UFC 100 on Saturday, so... That's going to rock. Saturday, yeah. Saturday, Saturday. Yeah, so yeah. I decided I was going to skip my pre, pre-show pre ritual of, of uh, hot wings. And I didn't know that you had a pre-show I did, ritual. Man. I did, but now it's 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 ruined. Lone Wolf goes out, hunts down his buffalo wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to write a passage. What are we going to be talking about tonight, <laughs> Noah? Ain't no thing but a chicken wing. Buffalo wing recipes. <laughs> Mellow yellow. Yeah. Damn straight. And heck the hexagon. <laughs> Or octagon, or whatever it is. The octagon. The hexagon. <laughs> yes. The, yeah. The That's hexagon. The pentagon. <laughs> arena. The, the, was it the, the decagon? The octagon. The politicians. The octomom. Battle each other out in the courtyard. I suppose they could probably fight inside the octomom. <laughs> I, you know, it's possible they could fight inside the octomom. <laughs> we'll be talking about what she we're would be playing. The prize for the winner. We've got a very illuminating email. And, and then we have a ton of twig and blagosteria. We're going to have to be selective. We're going to choose the best chicken wings to go into this episode. Damn straight. Yeah. I hate to remind you of chicken wings, but <laughs> we were supposed to... It's like the barbecue sauce. <laughs> oh, sorry. What's that? We were supposed to have a, a guest host tonight, guest host. but... Uh, Pets are bailed on us. It's that U.S. metric tonight. conversion problem that's plagued NASA for so long. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think he, he thought we were like in a totally different time zone, and once he realized how late he was going to have to... It's GMT actually, minus six, in, in not his, plus six. And he was going to project himself in his time, the future. it would have been like 4.30 yes. in the morning, so... I'm projecting myself backward from the yeah, future. Yeah, it would have been brutal for him. So I, I think, you know, we, we might try this again when he's uh, when he can kind of schedule it. 
That's cool. Yeah. Because um, we would love for Petter to be on the show. Yeah, we would. So, anyway, for for now, he's in the. We'll, we'll just put him in the corner, and he's asleep right now. We'll we'll mock him. We sing him some lullabies. The <laughs> since he bailed on us. But what okay. if he's eating chicken wings right now? Oh, I'd be so pissed. Probably is. <laughs> Bailed on us for chicken wings, and, I, and I'm going without. That's just fucked up, man. That or some of the meatballs those Swedes like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get on to what yeah. we've been playing. All right, we're going to show them where it's at. Where's that handy metronome? I don't know what <laughs> rhythm I should speak at. Sorry, no. Do you, I have an antique metronome over above <laughs> Jason. I'd rather Fire use a theremin. <laughs> yeah. Personally. I have a theremin, too. You do? You have two, don't you? No, just one. Just one. I'm going to build one, though. I think. Like the fishbone one. Have you guys ever seen oh, fishbone yeah. theremin? Well, yeah. I, I've seen fishbone in concert like two or three times. Oh, probably with me. Yes. Yeah, I. They have a really big old school one, like the real theremin. Where you can actually get some expression out of it. Mine's like this crazy. Yeah, pop he, he went off on that thing during the concerts oh, too. It was awesome. Anyway, well, off on that tangent. <laughs> we digress. <laughs> what have we been playing this week? Um, I guess I'll go first because I'm assuming that, <laughs> turn that, let's turn that your experiences are fairly similar. That would be incorrect. Incorrect. Did somebody fail? No. This week, were you? You, it's that we've played more than one game. Were you caught oh. outside your house naked with... Whoa. <laughs> with theremin. No, no. Oh, sorry, Mark. I didn't mean to bring up such a weird subject for you. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, <laughs> I'll go first. Uh, I played I played and finished Grand Theft Auto 4 this week. Oh, Ooh. congratulations. Um, yeah, I loved it, loved it. Had a great time in Liberty City with my... With my protagonist Nico Bellic, Nico. Really, I I thought it was just really well done overall. If you have not played Grand Theft Auto Four, um, even if you're not a fan of the genre, I I would highly recommend it. Uh, just because the story is very well done, the the characters are funny. Um, overall, just a really great game. Uh, I also played Fallout 3. I got back into Fallout 3. That was kind of like my... Did you blow up Megaton? I'm not doing that yet. I'm kind of saving it until... I, I have a couple side quests mm. in Megaton that I want to finish up, because that require me to go back to Megaton, and I want to make sure that I can still turn those quests in. Well, Plus, I can sell a bunch of stuff there to that one vendor, oh, so yeah. I, I want to keep that intact. I'm not sure what happens until you exactly when you blow it, it up, so... I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to do a couple of these side quests, and once I'm done with that, then I'll annihilate it. But yeah, I, I still plan on blowing up Megaton. <laughs> so you did the Anchorage thing, huh? I saw you finished that? I did finish that. That was It was actually on accident. I didn't know which side quest I was doing. I just picked one, and I kind of just went off in that direction. And it turned out to be 
that particular uh, mission. So you saved Sarah Palin from the <laughs> yeah, Sarah, Sarah Palin did not see the Russians. Instead, she saw the Chinese ah. in a uh, computerized simulation. Great. That's very well done. Did she look like a slutty flight attendant? <laughs> yes. Um, it's very well done. I, I was really impressed. It, it added about I want to say two, possibly three hours, depending on how long you decide to trudge through it. From what, from what gameplay. I've, I've heard, all the DLCs that they're that they're downloadable content for those of you who don't use like oh, X packs abbreviations. Right, right. Um, it's all like new textures, new art, new everything. They're not re rehashing yeah, anything. Yeah, it's really well done. Which is so different from the rest of the industry. You know, I'm, I'm like, it's just like, man, you just want to find those guys and pat them on the back for, A, not destroying the Fallout franchise. Which usually... That's a good point. Could have happened. Instead of, like, instead of, okay, so there's, there's, there's three ways it could have gone. They could have made something that destroyed the Fallout franchise. <laughs> they could have, kind of like that, that RTS uh, abomination that they came out with. Oh, uh, tactics. Yeah, they could have. Yeah, that wasn't very. They good. could have made something that was just fairly cool that you know continued it, but you know was so so. Was just okay. Just okay. It would have pa- it would have passed for that, most. That would have had insta- most Fallout fans. That would have had nerd approval, it, right? Yeah. yeah, most of us would have said, well, you know, at least you continued on. But no, they took it. They've taken it to a whole new level and they're continuing to support that game you know yeah it's, it's really well done it's amazing um, yeah there's another x-pack coming out soon or yeah <laughs> dlc <laughs> i mean they're um, going crazy and you can and now you can buy them in the store too like if you if you're against like the whole download well, for thing. the pc version you can yeah you can buy it you can i think they have it for, they have the, them for the xbox yeah. too so if you don't if you don't have the gazillion gig hard drive or whatever you can you can buy the expansions that way too. Anyway, it was actually it was just completely by Jesse. accident that I happened to do that particular mission. And now that I think about it, if you haven't played through it yet but are planning on doing it, my my helpful gamer tip for the day is to actually do that as early as possible because uh, you get so many cool items from hmm. it. You get this really cool stealth suit. If you're if you're a, if your character is a stealth type character, you get this really cool piece of armor. You get really cool weapons. Weapons that you'll probably get sooner um, than you will see just by doing other things. Uh, so I, I highly recommend going in and, and doing that first because you get so much from it. Really well done. Loved it. I tried to play. Dungeons and Dragons Online. I actually broke down from all the people going, you really need to give this a shot. So I downloaded it, got it installed, got a character created, and right into the first quest, it the server punted me twice. Wow. So basically I just got fed up and said, fuck it. So, oh well. My, my foray back into the MMO world was very short-lived, needless to say. <laughs> Perhaps you picked the wrong game. Maybe I did. Uh, how about you, Mark? What did you do? Oh, uh, uh, so, let's see. Noah and I did uh, Age of Conan Night. That's right. And we're... With one of our listeners, too. Blameful uh, Gecko. Our, our one listener? <clears throat> our one... Yeah, uh, our, I was trying to make it not sound that bad, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our one remaining listener. <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, he, he hooked us up. Pretty pretty well with the like, yeah, guild and awesome. gave he gave me a, a whole wardrobe at the end after Noah left. 
So I he got... said he mailed me a bunch of things. I yes, I was supposed to tell you that he mailed you a bunch oh, of stuff. Oh, thanks, Mark. You're welcome. <laughs> so check your mail. Uh, okay. So so how is it? Is it like ten times better than it was? Well, so far, well, it's hard to say because you, you know didn't that have level... the bugs in the first areas. No, it had no bugs. It was very fast. Paced. But even when we played it the first time, we didn't have the bugs in those areas. Yeah, it was fast. So what, did you just go through Tortage and that was it? Yeah, we're just in Tortage still. We're still there. It it was. Um, it wasn't buggy really in Tortage before. Well, you know the problem. That was like the best part of the game. That's still, when it started crashing on Jim, though. Yeah, when we teamed up together in Tortage. It's still, you know. So the true test is the first twenty levels. We all know were were great. And it had a story. It was, it was great the first time, <laughs> and then after that, like you know, people were freaking out because it's like, wow, is my sound messed up? Why aren't the people talking anymore? It's like, well, they only really did dialogue for the first twenty levels. Right. They only really had enough content for maybe the first thirty levels. You know, after that, you had to grind. Yeah, and then there, there were like random. There were like random dungeons that you'd go into, and there weren't any quests yeah. associated with them or anything like that. A lot of the stuff that they had talked about, like the vendor, you know, NPC vendors and NPC cities that would spring up, and all that wasn't ready. The mm-hmm. the warfare stuff, you know, mass warfare wasn't ready. So we don't know. You know, to me, it's like. It's all the fun now, stuff I get, remember. Did you have but, to resubscribe, or did you get on the free two weeks? I resubscribed. I just wanted to just... We signed up right before that happened. <laughs> yeah. As usual. As always. I but laugh. I planned on resubscribing I laugh only anyways. because that sucks, you know? I, I, it's like, the, sure enough, the second you guys resubscribe, oh, we'll, we're, we're welcoming back former players for two free yeah, weeks. Figures. Yeah, figures. That's okay, though. I had always planned... I was going to look for a free one, but I'm like, I'm just going to subscribe for a month. Right. And if I want to keep going, then I'll keep going. But I had a lot of fun in the time that we were on. And then I um, I got on a little last night, and I, <laughs> I, I made a uh, necromancer on the server. We moved to the Sex set romancer. server. <laughs> Not quite like Noah's vision, but yeah. Was it still a chick in a bikini with a bag on her head? No, this is a... <laughs> That's how I first saw him on Monday yeah, night. I had the I had the executioner hood. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you were dancing around. And not much else. <laughs> and you were naked. And I was dancing. Yeah. That's how they That's how they found me. Sweet. Like, like they came over this hill and there I was. And then I was typing really slow with just one hand. And then... Oh, oh no. But... I had a dress. but <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but no, I made a I made a male necromancer character that I was checking out, and I was like, wow, this is pretty fun. Like I I kind of forgotten, you know, how how cool some of the graphics were and stuff, and how how lush the jungles are and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still pretty pretty. But you beautiful. can't see it in DirectX 10, can you, Mark? Not yet. Although I might I might do a reload pretty soon of the old game rig. Get the get Vista going now that I've accepted it as a as a viable operating system. <laughs> Two years later, yeah. Now that Windows Seven though, that's the devil. Yeah, um, I might try a beta of that or something. I don't know, or a release candidate and see, but never for anything useful. But anyway, played that. I did. Uh, I did a little bit of champ or not champions. I did a little bit of City of Heroes. I missed my windows for champions again because they, uh, they're so their windows suck. Did you get to- <laughs> no no? And I've forsaken all tower defense. No, games. you got you got into the beta too, didn't you? That's yeah. One thing I think I remember you saying. Yeah, I was excited about it, but yeah. you know, if only I didn't have a job. 
Yeah, having a job sucks. Don't, if only I lived in the don't Pacific say that, Coast. You know, <laughs> yeah, don't jinx myself, right? Don't, yeah. yeah, you never know when. Thank a good goodness thing. I have a job and I can't play champions. So you played through City of Heroes some more. Your City of Heroes addiction is back back in full effect, obviously. That, you know, it was reading about a story that I had put into the show notes that got me roped in, and then that story has metamorphosized into something even greater. What, are you repeating it? Mm-hmm. No. Are you repeating oh, what I'm you read about gonna, the story? No, if I was going to do... Well, we'll talk about that later. No, Ooh. I just wanted to play, so... He just wanted to play. <laughs> what have you been doing? <laughs> Change the subject. <laughs> Change the subject. Uh, <laughs> I was really excited to go back to Age of Conan. I, we've been talking about it for several months, and I'd kind of forgotten why I was a bit derisive and kind of apathetic about Warhammer. Mm-hmm. But I was reminded when I started up Age of Conan because something that still annoys me with Warhammer, even when we got back into it a couple of weeks ago, is that there's like no freaking music in the game. It just sucks. It's the same stupid little flute. Uh-huh. And that's like the well, music. Well, the composer like, sucks. Remember, we did a. We covered him. <laughs> he writes crap music. We covered how he composes it, which is insane. And then. Uh, and apparently they need like 50 more composers because there's oh. no music in the game. If you compare. What they what what Mythic threw into the music versus what um, Blizzard throws against their music. Well, Blizzard still has the best. Blizzard has like, but Age of Conan has Warhammer beat hands down in terms Hell of music. Yeah. Of course, that that, 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 that all goes out the window once Bioware releases. Oh, they'll never top. They'll never top Blizzard, but they'll probably they'll definitely destroy Mythic. But yeah. Anyway. Anyway. But the the presentation the. Animation, the character customization, the, the s- combat, the speed. Did you miss the speed? Uh, yeah, I, I, that was really. Nice. I was like, "Oh, this is what it's like to actually press the button and see the thing happen when you press it, as <laughs> right, opposed right. to press the button, wait, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. <laughs> there goes a the sword animation. Yes. <laughs> and during it, it just it makes me wish that I had a more powerful laptop. I tried to. Run the DirectX 10 mode. I can't on my mm. computer, even though I have Vista. I'd loan just, you my I'd loan you my PC, but lots of guys trying to start it up, and it goes through the patching process, and then you think the title screen's going to come up, and it says "Fail to initialize rendering subsystem <laughs> error window." I'm oh. like, okay, <laughs> now running game with DirectX 4. No, it doesn't. Just crashes. <laughs> Let's do anything. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, such a great game, and I'm really hopeful that more people come into it with the new PR push coming from Funcom. Like, hey, forget that the game's existed for the last year. Now it's ready. Well, for us personally, at least, we've kind of stumbled into a community to to be a part of. So that's a lot different than last time where we were our own community, which... That's right. A community of four cannot stand. No. So... And... I don't know, man. I don't know that I have the the willpower to to install that thing. We we don't want you to... (laughs) play with us. That's fine. I don't blame you. We, <laughs> we uh, in fact, we, we're willing to pay oh, well, for you not to play. That's fine. That's like a free check. Yeah. That's free money. That's, that's residual income, baby. Um, but it was cool to also play with Blameful Gecko, who's written into us before. 
who knows he, what the hell is going on in the game. I don't know sure. how many characters he has. It sounds like he has a bunch, and he's telling us how he, he got a tier one city started up before he quit yeah. last time. And, and he said he's played more than we have, and he's like, it's not crashing, it's great, I'm having a good time. I'm like, well, that's good. So that's a good sign for us as we go into the higher levels. And, you know, the chat... The guys chatting were really um, into the game. I noticed that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, there wasn't that talk about Warhammer versus Warcraft oh versus Age of Conan that yeah. it used to be. It wasn't. They weren't. There was nobody talking about any other game than the game that they're playing, and they were all talking about <laughs> how best to do this or that or what you know. Well, I'm going to run this dungeon, or does mm-hmm. you guys want to get together for this? Which is a lot different from what we're seeing in Warhammer, uh, at least last week, which was everybody like. Uh, so so what game should we all play now? <laughs> the Mass Exodus kind of thing, or uh-huh. the Warcraft has nothing on this, I love it, you know, it's like, <laughs> wow, why don't you talk about the game you're playing as opposed to everything else, so... Anyway, sorry, I've walked all over your... What no, other games fine. have this you is been your, playing? This, this is your moment. It's my special time in the spotlight. Oh, in the, the sun. sun. <laughs> in the sun. <laughs> sorry. Let him speak. <laughs> I finished my first quest through Plants vs. Zombies, and my mom's already on her second trip through the main game, and there's just all this additional content that... Sure, mom's like a diehard addict now. Yeah. And there's just, like, all these mini-games and puzzles that just keep unlocking and unlocking. There's just so much content in the game. It's great. You need to download it, Mark. I was going to... I I think I even sent you an email. So you can download it for $9.99 through Steam, or for $99, you can download every PopCap game ever. Like, every the entire collection. And it goes on and on and on and on. And so I was going to do the all PopCap games, because I really... I really secretly like Peggle, and um, and then I <laughs> why not pay a hundred dollars for it? <laughs> and then I well, I want I want to well, I like the other stuff. I want to. They do have the some ha- really good stuff in there. Yeah, so I was going to do it, and then I realized that my I'd left my wallet like upstairs, and then as I've already seen how lazy you are with a keyboard Mark, that's ten feet away that's from like you. That's like a crazy impulse buy if you think about that. It is. It is hundred dollars worth for a bunch of. <clears throat> just Rather little. Games. I mean, I love. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, I love Peggle to death. Peggle's cool. Yeah. Chuzzle's damn, cool too. You know? It's because I'm a hoarder. So, but if I do it digitally, I don't seem as manic because <laughs> you don't see it's there when you don't <laughs> right. want to see it. Right. So I have like a lot of digital baggage, but like you know, in real life, there's not that much. Well, in the there there won't be once I get rid of all these cats. But <laughs> but uh, but you know that anyway though. Nine ninety nine on Steam, you can download it, which That's is a pretty great cool. price because it's twenty bucks regularly. And the way Steam patches it, like continuously patches stuff, so you never have to worry about doing all the updates yourself. Yeah, I should check that out as the content it. rolls in. You'll always have it, so I thought, well, that'd be the best way. So anyway, I'll try that again cool. with, with yeah, my definitely. credit card in hand. Definitely, you should. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. I also finished New Super Mario Brothers on the DS. How was that? Three years late. It was good. It's a really great Mario Brothers game. Hey, I have I have a NES game called Mario Brothers. You might want to check out. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And then I got back into. It's fun listening to Jason talk about GTA and going through a virtual New York City because I've returned to a virtual recreation of Shibuya in Tokyo it's a neighborhood in Tokyo on the DS in the game called The World's The World Ends With You oh that's cool and it's really really cool it's a game that's very distinctly Japanese and if it had been localized there wouldn't have been anything left of the game so you play it's weird it's like these people have been abducted from their real world lives and now they're phantoms in the real world they're like in an alternate dimension and they can see everybody 
but the people can't see them. And they have seven days that they have to go through these games and meet these objectives, or else they'll be erased. In other words, they'll be killed off. Oh, it's like the and others. And they're turned but... into monsters that are in this alternate dimension. Oh, wow. Well, what's cool is they, I mean, there's kids with, like, cell phones and all this other stuff, and it's all based around Japanese youth culture. But as the main character, you can activate this power. And there's, like, hundreds of character sprites running around. I mean, it looks like a really bustling city. There's just all these people walking around, and you hit this button, and you scan all their minds, and you can read what they're thinking about. Like, Ooh. invade all their thoughts and everything. It's really, really cool. <laughs> and it, it's one of the games that really uses the DS screen, and I haven't gotten back into the hang of this, but you control a two-character party. The guy on the touch screen, when you go into a battlefield, he's controlled by using the stylus, so you would have to tap and hold on him to move him around and execute his attacks. It's like slashes or you draw circles or slashes up. Meanwhile, your partner's up on the top screen and she's controlled with the directional pad and you have to enter in combinations like left, left, up, up, down, left, left. Oh god, it's almost sort of the new world. (laughs) So it's like you're supposed to do both at the same time. You're both fighting the same monsters. They're represented on both screens, Hmm. but you have a shared life bar. Oh wow. And basically you're supposed to get in this rhythm of where you're passing this light puck back and forth where you execute a move of hers that hits the enemies, and then while you're also trying to dodge the enemies on the, the lower screen, and then you execute a move of the guys on the lower screen with the touch screen, and you just go back and forth. Huh. It's just it's it's intense, but really cool. All Japanese music, full actual MP3 songs with better, better music than uh, Warhammer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not hard to beat that. And I I've also played a bunch of other stuff on my Wii. On the Wii. <laughs> yeah. Downloaded a bunch of things on WiiWare. I got the sequel to Final Fantasy IV and some other stuff. And it's just like, it's all kind of cloudy. <laughs> cool, man. Oh, it sounds games. like we've all had kind of a busy gaming week for a change. Yeah, it's nice to great. report that. Yeah. And a wide oh. variety of stuff as well. Did you well. guys ever play the Age of Empires games? Yes. I, yes, I played, a great one. I think Best I played Buy the first has a deal one. going on right now. I'm, I'm, I forgot that you guys have DSs. I should mention this. They have a deal going on, and unfortunately, if you're a listener, this it might be expired. If you hear it on Saturday, it might be okay. Depends if you buy on. two DS games, you get one free. <coughs> and it doesn't give you the cheapest one for free. It's whichever one's scanned last. Oh, yeah. So I got two $30 games and a $20 game, so mm-hmm. I put the $20 game in the middle <laughs> to ensure that it wasn't scanned last. Smart. And the girls scanned everything and it rang it up full price. I'm like, do you guys have a deal going on right now? Because I didn't want to get all three of them. And she's like, yeah, it'll happen when I scan your credit card. I'm like, okay. She's, I swiped my credit card and it removed the $30 one, didn't remove the $20 one. She's like, wow, that's neat. Normally it always takes the cheapest one. You're like, and yes. I found that out thanks to my fellow staffers in Nintendo. Uh-huh. Rachel, so. That's pretty cool. Cheat to Age win. of Empires Cheat Mythologies win. was one of the games I got because I really oh. wanted a cool RTS game on my DS. Yeah. Huh. Oh, that is, that's neat. cool. Yeah, so sorry useful, for the tangent. Useful information from Channel Massive. Yes, That's right. It, it happens once in a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're Do not be alarmed. Zombies. <laughs> We're going to get DS games, but really nothing about buying them. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Actually, there's a day out. It's a oh, two week free trial. And last week we had the revelation that you can get your um, your Xbox live points for in 400 point increments if you use Zoom. So. That's true. That's so, right. so between We're chock full between two episodes we we saved you all kinds of monies. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on to our email segment, shall we?
so well, I mean, we got one listener, so that'll net us maybe a million dollars if we get lucky. It's worth it. <laughs> I have a plan to charge a million dollars for download on iTunes for one episode only. That's so okay. We've done 94 episodes. I, I have editing power, so I'll just erase all this. 95 episodes. <laughs> 95 episodes at no cost was all set up for the one big move. Episode 96, the million dollar episode. <laughs> <laughs> Fooled you. <laughs> you owe us. That's Allison wrote in uh, a scathing email this week. That wasn't too scathing. But Just she had a lot up. to say, unfortunately. Yeah, and so, so in honor of Allison, who loves when Noah does his Micro Machines voice, we're going to have to read her email. In Micro Machines in voice. Micro, in, in a Micro Machines voice. Oh, Allison, we do love when ladies write into the show, but... We do. We're going to have to take you to task on this one. <laughs> I had no idea Chronicles of Spellborn was released. I thought it was still in late alpha to early beta. I haven't seen any advertising or anything of the sort, and I'm on their email newsletter list. Kind of sad, I guess. Also, when you guys read long-winded emails in the micro-machine voice, it doesn't come out well at all. That email from Richard about WoW or something was one long mess of babble gibberish, just like Allison's email. As for WoW's decline, it's <laughs> Blizzard's own stupid fault. I could list a hundred reasons why, but we already know them. All in all, it seems Blizzard is more interested in selling out their name than making decent WoW content. Sort of like Ozzy selling out his name and image to anyone who flashes the cash. Anyways, I'm really enjoying Free Realms, and I'm looking forward to seeing what's in store development. SOE could totally give the Wii a run for the money if a motion controller is introduced for free realms. Greater still, free realms and a motion controller is offered for the PS3 Wii! <laughs> <laughs> Thank nice. you for writing in, Allison. Um, <laughs> we so, really appreciate it. So, what is with the Aussie <clears throat> marketing thing? Is Sharon oh, Osborne... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> I'm only... It's like... I'm a warlock. I'm Ozzy the Warlock. Sharon! <laughs> honestly, the last time Jason and I went to an Ozfest, we were so... Like, so bad. We were so distraught over how elderly Ozzy was looking that we vowed never to return. <laughs> and that was how it was when I saw the B-52s last year. Like, do it, Jason. Do your, do your famous B-52s Love Shack vocal. Not to put you on the spot or anything. <laughs> Channel it, channel it, channel it. <laughs> Love Shack, baby! <laughs> it's like, yeah, you just I like... got me a Chrysler, it's as big as a whale, and it's about to set sail! <laughs> like the blonde one, it was like she was on, she's doped out on some kind of tranquilizer. Yeah, she, she wasn't singing, she was like, kind of like out of step. and She's like... Yeah, I think one of them said that they were a grandmother or something that just kind of added to the fizzle. When, so when bring I, your juice which is, box, which is money. really funny because I, I went and saw Devo, and they're they well they you know they would look like nerds when they were they're b- pretty the old, 80s. but now they all look like science professors, you know, like the final, the final, uh, the final. Sorry, sorry about my phone. They they look like science professors, and so. That's cool and all, but they still rock. Like, the guitarist came out, played a solo, and then basically destroyed his guitar with his bare hands. That was pretty awesome. Which was a $2,000 <laughs> guitar. A Rickenbacker. It, it's nothing. He destroyed a Rickenbacker with his bare hands. I was just like, oh, you still rock. <laughs> but, like, Ozzy doesn't rock anymore. Ozzy just is a sad, 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 <laughs> sad... <laughs> 
<laughs> pale imitation of what he once was. Anyway, constantly. So not, not to get off on a tangent or and anything. Then, and then, and then also, uh, but, uh, yeah, Blizzard, Blizzard uh, <laughs> yeah, they definitely are going down a bad path. That's kind of why I got out of it a long time ago. Um, but if you check out Chronicles of hey, Spellborn, five million people disagree with me. But it was 12 million. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Now it's five. Soon to be four, then three, then... So is Free, free Realms up to 100 million? Oh, I have no idea. I haven't checked their latest yeah, unfortunately, status updates all of a sudden, yet. Our resident Free Realms player is no longer engaged with the world. I, is yeah, he I'll probably still come back and play it every once in a while, but I'm just not as hardcore or into which it server as I used on? to be. Well, there is no Isn't like, it like one, server. two, three, four. Yeah, you could just log on to anyone you want. Yeah, it's kind of like City of Heroes when you're like in in. Uh, oh, so it's just a zone, whatever yeah. zone you're in, mm-hmm. sort of. Oh, Pretty cool. much. You should tell Allison what your your name is. My name's Fitty Fitty Pence. F I D D Y P E N C E. Yeah. And this one's my, for my, me, and this one's for my home. My 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 very punny take on Fifty Cent, except yeah. it's Fitty Pence. And Allison, thank you for writing in. I do agree that my last micro machine delivery was a little bit sloppy, but I think this one was pretty good. I had I enough sugar it. and caffeine tonight yeah. to pull it off. We've we've set up a direct IV this time. As always, He's if you would like to contact us, you can reach us via Twitter at twitter.com slash channelmassive. You can also reach us at our Skype line. Channel.massive.skype. And our email address. Mail at M-A-I-L. M-A-A-L. <laughs> that's the uh, Netherlands spelling. Yeah, that's like some bizarre. <laughs> that's we look forward Gaelic to hearing from spelling. you. And uh, who is it? Scott? Yeah, who is it? Scott? You don't even know who our listeners are. Yeah, Scott, Scott writes the, does the audio suck, things. We need you to come back, Scott. Scott, we want another audio recording, please. 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 <laughs> 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 we will keep requesting until you deliver. Hey Jason, what time is it? It's time for the weekend gaming! Yeah! <laughs> what? Are we recording? Well, speaking of snooze fest, Mark, excuse me. What crap has Blizzard introduced into the latest uh, World of Warcraft patch? <laughs> In the year of our Lord. Oh no, sorry, that was from last year's. Uh, it's the year of our Blizzard, our <laughs> Lord. <laughs> so there's a whole bunch of stuff that's probably relevant to to World of Warcraft regarding patch 3.2, but the part that sticks out most for me. Is, is related to PvP, often considered by most to have been broken from the start with WoW and continues to be broken, and probably in the future... <laughs> in the future, it'll be broken as well. Um, <laughs> yes, no doubt. <laughs> so this patch 3.2 appears to be addressing PvP. Now, we noted that in patch 3.1, they made the bold, innovative step <laughs> forward by allowing you to queue for the battlegrounds no matter where you are in the world. Whoa. A concept, an idea never before broached. Never before achieved in any other game except for such games as <laughs> <laughs> well, starting with Warhammer Online. And in any case, 
I think Age of Conan looked like it had that too. Last when we last checked in, I don't think they have battlegrounds. Do well, they? they have something. They have a PvP thing. I was experimenting with it before I Maybe realized they have a I PvP ran out of time. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I, I'm not yeah. the definitive definitive. Per, we'll need Blameful Gecko to speak up on that one. But yeah. but anyway, other games do it, and and finally, WoW has. Crossed that bridge. They did that in three one. Well, in three two, they're going to take another bold leap forward, and you will get experience points for PvP game playing, such as battlegrounds. Like, like your realm rank, you'll get experience points oh. <laughs> for such things as flag capturing, resource control. You know, killing the you know ki- killing the the mob or whatever right. they got the the boss without killing other players. No. Not for what kills. about hmm. pie delivery? Yeah, that sadly is different, another game we will call Lotro. Three point three, maybe. In three point three, they will have nosy hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> nosy hobbits and and uh, hungry hobbits. Hungry hobbits who will take your pies as you go in your pie delivery quest. Um, also, in this patch, they need a monster play feature. Cosplay. That'd be really cool. Cosplay mostly. Mm. Um, in this patch, also, you will be able to turn off experience points gains. For ten gold, which means that if you so have, you have to spend gold to not level up. Yes. <laughs> so, if you had a level nineteen twink, hey, smart. that's awesome. It's the Peter Pan syndrome for twinks. So you can stay young forever. You can be twenty nine. You have to spend 19, gold. Do you have to spend it only once, or do you have to recurrently? I'm spend not that amount of money. I got the feeling. So you when would, you want to go back, say say you want say you, you're like okay, I'm I'm over this. I want to. Progress up to the next tier. Um, I think do you, you have, have to pay, pay another, another ten gold. gold. What well, the fuck? I mean, come on! What a stupid, mindless money sink that is. Well, if you have a level eighty main, ten gold is like is like the reward of one quest. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, so it's nothing stupid. Or God. or a good sell on the auction house. I don't know why I always end up as the defender of their their policies. You can't defend this. This is but, just um, another. Dumb. How do you defend the faction switching thing? The yeah. I must have missed that. I didn't defend it. I crucified it. Oh, okay. Or actually, on the tree of woe. <laughs> uh, but um, the other interesting thing is that those who have their experience gain flag turned on will queue into separate battlegrounds from those who don't. Oh. Which means so it'll be twink on twink action. Uh, twink on twink action. It's Saturday night. That's You're almost all like alone. UFC. So basically, it's their it's it's finally their solution, which they claim Our to final have. Final solution. <laughs> yeah, it's their it's their solution to the problem that they they swore that they were working on, where they were like, well, you're not going to ever queue into a, you know, they said, well, we have ways of knowing, you know, what kind of. Uh, equipment you all have, and we'll yeah, properly, remember that? That was a bunch what of was bullshit. That, two years ago, that was a load two, of crap. Two, I think when we first started our podcast, we were reporting. Oh yeah, Blizzard's working on an incredible new system by which people will be matched mm-hmm. based on their equivocably, equipment. and that Ooh, was a load of crap. A, yeah, that was a load of crap. Never this is the solution to that. The final solution. Right here. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Wait for it. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. To all of our Jewish listeners out or there. Or German listeners. Not to stereotype anyone as a yeah. Nazi. 
Although Jason, well, this is the first time you guys have actually had any apologies. Jason's for tiny mustache, offensive and, statements, and and bangs that hang down way too low, kind of kind of gave me the uh, inspiration. Gave, gave me the inspiration that, and of course, his, so his Mark, World, World of Warcraft band. also introduced the. It's no coincidence he loves the fifth column. <laughs> World of Warcraft also introduced the the infamous plague. Uh, Back oh. in 2008. Back in 2008, which uh, <coughs> killed tons of people off. It was their Halloween event where people just got totally pissed off because Blizzard changed the rules of the game a little bit, caused this disease to, you know, turn everybody into zombies, and it was just mass chaos everywhere. It was, it was perhaps the most beautiful thing to ever happen in WoW, in my opinion. Because it was really cool. It was so cool, so unplanned for, so just, you know, random, just, holy crap, it's a real plague. Chaos what, theory. What, what What? was the reaction? I wanted to do my daily dailies, and I logged in, and I, I, couldn't I ended up with this totally house. unique, one-of-a-kind experience where I was subjected to, to game mechanics I was not ready to face, and I had to be a zombie, and I was I was wanting to do my dailies and maybe do some grinding, and I don't know, maybe grind some honor in the arenas, too. So basically, the entire community lashed out against that as the, like, worst thing that had ever happened to them. Yeah, no doubt. Where those of us who, who like, for, don't forget that the the G and MMOG is game. Thought, holy crap, that's really you know. This is fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's unique. It's different. Well, so th- this is setting up an article in Game Industry from Game Industry Biz where Trion's Lars Butler is talking is it about Trion or Tryon. Tryon. It's Tryon. I don't know. Um, he's talking about is the upcoming game from Tryon. Tryon, as you may recall, is that crazy company that came out of nowhere with the $100 million worth worth of venture capital funding. Or, well, actually, it turns out that was what we all thought. It's mm-hmm. all kinds of different funding. Some is from sweatshops in China. Others <laughs> others is from loans from California, yes. IOUs and such. But, uh, mm-hmm. no, it, anyway, they, have, they, they came out with this, like, press release. Basically, Tryon's whole thing is releasing like, headline-grabbing press releases. So far, we haven't seen much to back it. They're like, well, we're going to get your attention first, and then we'll work on fulfilling Yeah, we'll work on the uh, details later. Or they're making an MMO. And they, too, are caught up in that whole... (laughs) Same diff, Noah. Same diff. They, they too, are (laughs) caught up in that whole server-side Technology is everything. Oh, really? Sounding very similar to uh, what was that? What was that? The big thing uh, on, live. on live or or Geico? Yeah, exactly. Gay, gay, Kai, gay, Kai, whatever. You know, they're talking of, of course about <laughs> that. Remember. Is they would have total control over, it, but they're caught up in that same concept too. So, anyway, Lars Butler comes out from trying. I'm waiting for the comet to come by to take all these people away. The comet. Oh yeah, have your have your purple shroud and Nike yeah, shoes. Yeah, your ready. Nike is very very readily available. So, so the first game they're gonna they're gonna try to get pushed out is Heroes of Talara, which is a get this fantasy themed MMORPG. Nobody's ever done that wow. before. That's how they're gonna come out of the gate. Wow. But the thing that separates this, besides the whole crazy voodoo server side, all powerful magic. magic is they're going to have emergent technology in the game. The game 
We'll have content that changes dynamically based upon what the players are doing, and things could happen that they haven't scripted, and it'll be, you know, its own world. And, and in time, it will become sentient. Take <laughs> take over the T-50s. And next thing you know, we're going to have Skynet, right? Yeah, we'll have Skynet, yeah. So, I don't know, it's like... Or the Matrix, or whatever. In the single interview, Lars promised technologies that can't possibly exist, according to, to most of... The people I know. You should mm-hmm. go and talk to Peter Molyneux, another person skilled at that type. They of should hug. <laughs> <laughs> um, hug. Maybe, maybe they have. <laughs> hug, hug. You like hugs? I like hugs. <laughs> Let's hug together. <laughs> anyway, anywho, <laughs> it's a pretty crazy article. Um, yeah, if you if you're if you're into the the concept of emergent gameplay um, and you're, you're and ready conspiracy to, theories if you're ready to believe like Fox Mulder in the X-Files then perhaps this is a game company to follow if on the other hand you would like to follow you know games and game companies that might actually produce something I would look more towards like Tor from Bioware or something along those lines maybe something from SOE stable <laughs> like the agency or it's selective stable DC. <laughs> yeah something that might actually come to life <laughs> but, yeah but uh but yeah another great headline another great uh article full of buzzwords that that are you know on the cutting edge i'm sure that you'll be able to tweet and post to facebook through the the game engine as well well any game that's any game does that today yeah as we'll get into coming up. Yep. What else do we have? Well, here's something that's been going around that's kind of annoyed the fuck out of me. Oh, yeah. All week long. The good spin speak? Yes, because... Uh, and this is, comes from Eurogamer, uh, .net. Uh, Bioware... And the headline is Mythic will help Star Wars MMO and everybody's like oh my god Mythic's gonna come in and destroy this thing <laughs> by help you mean oh, hurt Jesus Christ help equals destroy well that totally me I'm not gonna buy it now I can see Paul dude. Barnett and his Hindenburg blimp steering <laughs> for Bioware <laughs> <laughs> no actually it's the Doomsday that's Machine a, from Star Trek that's a beautiful yes exactly <laughs> With his little white sunglasses on. He's so badass. So I'm reading this article and I'm like, okay, because you know, cause the headline is flashy. It's like, you know, Bioware, Mythic will help with the Star Wars MMO. Basically, you know, insinuates Please that, don't fucking help! Well, it's a co-development basically opportunity. Just, yeah, it's, it's, that it's a co-development opportunity. And, and you got to read this article and there's nothing in this article that even insinuates that there's going to be any of that going on. All I got out of this was is that it's a huge rah-rah, we're all part of the same team, you exactly. know? Exactly, which that they were before. Thing. Exactly. I think we have lots of opinions to share, Ray and I. <laughs> <laughs> we both played Warhammer, and actually I've still been playing it on and off for a while, so I think for us, it's not so on much a popularity boost as just the fact that we could probably bring perspectives to the table that will be new and perhaps helpful to the guys from Mythic in the same way from an online perspective that they can certainly share with us. To give credit to the Austin team who is making Star Wars The Old Republic, we have a number of serious MMO veterans on there, so it's certainly not neophytes, but 
there's absolutely opportunities to share and learn things back and forth. So somehow from these statements, oh my God, it's they derive that they're happen. going to be oh, they're going to be joined together and they're going to be working together. Oh my God, no, <laughs> this is not. This is this just is one of those you know story. we're, we're all like working for we're all working for EA. We're all a part of their RPG team. They aren't moving offices. You know, they don't even live in the same part of the country. You know. You go team. That's all this. That's all this. Say what you will. Says. People are really taking this seriously. They say are. They're say freaking what you will. out. They're it's saying. A, they're saying in every headline that I've seen that you know because other blogs of course glom on to other blogs and then they say, oh, Bioware, Mythic, working on this. You know, working together on start, on the new Star Wars MMO. No, I, no, this is not. It's not. You are reading way too that much into this stupid little article. What? Man, they, they'd be perfect candidates for corporate employees if they buy that crap. Well, I totally. totally drew a different conclusion than you guys. Oh, what, what, what have oh, you figured out from this? Please, the, Mark. The witch elves in Tor are going to be totally gimped. <laughs> it's obvious. It's obvious from this article. Yes, no doubt. It's, you know... I mean, it's it's you, you can just tell <laughs> the white lions are going to be they've learned are going to be overpowered, <laughs> shunned. Yeah, I mean, because they are going to merge the classes. Obviously, oh, yeah. no doubt. obviously, no doubt. that's that's got to happen. That's the next step. The uh, you know the the they're going to expand heavily, heavily upon those orc like guys that hung out with Jabba the Hutt until they become their own, you know, player character the race Gamorians? called the Greenskins. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The, the, it's the very whole, obvious. The whole thing just kind of drove me nuts all week, because, you know, every day there would be some other blog that would glom onto it, and he'd be like, oh my gosh, they're working on it together. Like, no. Where there's a will, there's on. a word. It's like, press. read the article. Just read the article. Please. If you read the article, you can totally see that it's just a big old cheerleading you know, thing, and that's all it is. Well, we we just watched Darkon. Um... Looks like Electronic Gaming Monthly uh, might be making a comeback. Holy crap! Uh, Steve Harris, who originally started the magazine about 20 years ago, uh, actually bought the rights back uh, since nobody else nobody seemed to want him. him. He's bringing it back. Um, so, but he, you know, he he's seriously considering plans to uh, relaunch in print later in the year. Uh, and it might also be accompanied by a uh, electronic site as well. Yeah, there's some weird strategy about combining digital content yeah. with the release of the magazine. There's going to be some content that's in the magazine that leads into digital. This will be maybe a, a digital electronic copy of the magazine that gets sent with you that you can put onto your iPhone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perhaps a website called Two Down. Well, I think the, <laughs> <laughs> instead of One Up, but on bunch. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, you very funny man. I am funny you like, like fortune a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is an interview done uh, by. Well, it looks like executive publishing. 
So it's legit. Uh, and very dry. One of the questions was that, you know, and it's a legit question. Conventional wisdom says print magazines are taking a beating and that high-tech readers, are especially, are moving away from print. What signs do you see that the print version of EGM has life left in it? He says, I would remind you that at the time when Ziff Davis suspended the publication of EGM, it had an audience of more than half a million readers. I believe there still exists an audience that enjoys print. Websites are a great tool when you know what information you want to read. A website is less effective at providing information and insight that reader may not have known had they an interest in before going and turning the page. Uh, for various reasons, some publishers are being forced into choices between formats uh, instead of finding a way for the various media formats to complement each other. What hasn't appeared in the gaming category is a platform designed to appeal to both types of readers in a single product. Uh, some see digital as an obstacle to print. I don't. I'm not trying to ignore what digital does. Digital does. <laughs> digital does. I'm counting on it. And I think that's a very good point. I, I'd love to see a website combine both. Porn and, and make both and <laughs> I know rap music. <laughs> I mean, you know, Mark's mind is totally in the gutter tonight. It is. And normally, it's me it was, that has this problem. It was but the Mark amp is girls. like, man, I'm I'm serious. <clears throat> um, and I, I totally can see where he's going with that. I I personally, I I have two magazine subscriptions right now. One's the original uh, original Xbox magazine, and the other furry is... Furry Monthly. <laughs> yeah, Furry Monthly. Carper <laughs> Monthly. Cat Fancy. Cat Fancy. <laughs> uh, the, other is, the other is Game Informer. Uh, so I get both of those. I love reading both of those. Uh, but I don't feel that their websites and the magazines necessarily complement each other no. all that well. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I really... You know, I, I, I like reading the print mag. Yeah, me too. On occasion, you know, it's it's just one of those things that I like to do. Tandy I still to have do it. on a camping trip. And actually, I I'm find saying, number two comes along. It's kind of funny because I find <laughs> that I, I, if I'm reading the magazine, I actually spend more time focusing on it as opposed to when I'm online reading it. Yeah, you skim. I'm like, I just kind of skim through stuff. Yeah, exactly. So. I mean, I'd love to see it come back. I'd love to see a, a EGM. It was a good magazine. Magazine come back. Well, Did you? Were you a former subscriber? Not to EGM. To EGM. No, I was. I mean, there were a lot of magazines I've been subscribed to on and off, like PC Gamer. Yeah, Computer, um, computer Gaming computer, World, CGW. Uh, CG, I'd like to see CGW come back. That'd be the one I'd like to see. That was like that was the most awesome gaming magazine ever, right? In my opinion, but I'm Can a I miss PC that gamer. One too. I used to have that one too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, far better than PC Gamer, which still seems to be hanging on. You know, but. Harris goes on to say he says that the digital content will be accessible by some directly from the pages of the magazine, while other content will be delivered via a digital device included with each issue. Maybe it'll be like in Caprica, the where it's just like <laughs> paper kind of paper that just has the website built onto it. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. Perhaps Maybe, Yeah, that that's something that the Tryon guys should promise too. Well yeah, yeah. While they're at it. 
<laughs> Why not? And we'll have a monthly magazine that's actually one piece of paper, but contains the entire website plus a wealth of knowledge spanning everything from approximately 2 million BC to now. Anyway, I, I kind of hope it succeeds. You know, I really do. I think, uh, you know, a really good print mag, you know, as far as gaming goes, is kind of a rarity. Um, I like, and don't get me wrong, I like OXM and I like Game Informer, but Electronic, Electronic Gaming Monthly, that was like one of my favorites back in the day. So, so here's to hoping that they can make a successful return. Well... When I when I watched Ghostbusters as a kid, there was a line by what the hell? by Doctor. Where the hell are we going with this? Doctor, Another tangent from Doctor Egon Spingler from Ghostbusters said very seriously that print is dead. That was in 1984. Wow, man! And you know what? It's dying, man. <laughs> it really is. I I just don't know. I I you know call me. Call me an ass, but I think it's he's destined for failure. Oh, your window is over. You can't call me an ass anymore. It's done. Jason was trying to get the entire room organized into one giant chant of ass, but my cat was looking on him like with deaf ears because I feed her, and and Noah would not be swayed. So, I'm not totally gaming related, but a huge bomb was dropped this week where Google said, uh, we're coming out with our own operating system. Uh, we've been doing some studies, and we found that we could conquer the world if we not only monitor every search you make and <laughs> sell it to your um, yes. spouses. <laughs> but Google, are the, they're uh, the good guys, though, right? Do no evil. Conquering the world. Right. Uh, Google Chrome OS is going to be an open-source, lightweight operating system that will be targeted at netbooks initially. Uh, later this year, they plan to open source the code. Uh, netbooks running Google Chrome OS will be available for consumers in the second half of 2010. Uh, they're already talking to partners about the project, and they'll be releasing um, the uh, some you know the code, and they'll be working with the community to you know make sure that everything works great. Really, what's the gaming uh, capacity of this? As far as I can tell, it's going to be nil, oh, or at least close to it. I just to play succeed. all those uh, PopCap games on here. Well, here. Here's the thing: is that yeah, they say Google Chrome OS will run on both, uh, you know, the 86 systems as well as ARM chips. But here's the thing: it's based off of the Linux kernel. You mean Linux? Yeah, Linux. Lunatic. So it's just going to be another variation of Linux, essentially. Well, that's a mad gaming platform, man. And we all know so how much, much on my Linux. games work with Linux right now. I mean, it's like, yeah, what, all three games that well, are out there that are compatible with Linux? Well, before they killed it, the Eve Linux client was the only thing that survived their whole... Yeah, you know, Eve uh, used to run on the C drive, but then they stopped supporting it. Yeah. It's, it's so, too bad. you know, the thing is, is that, yeah, this is all great and, and everything, and everybody's, like, all pumped up about it. Like, oh, my God, it's another competitor to Microsoft. Oh, Whatever. But if here's the thing. If it doesn't play games, then a lot of people aren't going to care. And there's a lot of well, PC gamers still out there. I suppose if it can do Flash, so. it'll 
at least make the casual gamers happy. Yeah, I guess, but other than that, you know, it's like, come on, if you really want to take a bite out of Microsoft's ass, you know, come up with a new fucking operating system that's going to do everything that, you know, Microsoft's current operating systems already do, you know, it's, yeah, it's just kind of frustrating. They are the Google, and they have a plan. They are Cylons. You can't you know, they possibly talk about, comprehend You know, it. the whole cloud computing <laughs> thing, that's all... The cloud, the cloud! You know, the, the latest bu- buzz buzz phrase these days, cloud computing. Yeah, last year, well, not last, two Google's years ago... Google's been talking about cloud stuff for years. It was grid computing, yeah. now it's cloud computing. So I don't know, I mean, if if... Like I said, if they were able to turn this into a viable operating system that everybody used, and they would provide enough support to where games would actually run on it, then fuck yeah. Sure. Let's do it. But, you know, right now, I'm not too positive that it's going to cause much of a dent in uh, in Bill's pocket. Sprockets. Yeah. I, I do like Google Chrome, the browser quite a bit I, I more than you guys lightweight. I think I, I, well, I, I, quite a bit. I haven't tried it I've actually I, the the new browser I've been trying is Safari so far and that's it's pretty good for for home use I use Chrome as my primary browser you know and at work I use Firefox mm-hmm. with the uh, IE tab so I can run Internet Explorer site stuff for like Microsoft sites right, right. and anything else that's like using mm-hmm. Silverlight or something stupid like that mm-hmm. but you know, I think it's lightweight, it's fast, it's, you know, it's, I use Gmail for mail for private stuff, so it seems like a good fit. But let's have to see about this OS. Maybe, as Noah has alluded, they have a plan. <laughs> Maybe they've thought it all through. <laughs> Could be. Sorry. Uh, Noah. Yes. You must be patient. Because the Wii Vitality Sensor will wow you. (laughs) I suppose if I were an octogenarian needing to get my oxygen levels checked by my video game console before I got onto my bathroom scale, (laughs) I might be. Waving your magic wand around at the same time. I'm healthy according to my sensors. Yeah, I'm still having a hard time believing that Nintendo is going to develop some amazing piece of software that's going to make me want to buy that piece of crap. Reggie uh, Reggie from Nintendo of course was on the offensive as he usually uh, is. This week, which as he usually is. Uh, he said uh, in an interview from Fast Company that uh, eventually you will say, wow I get it. I get it. I get the wow. I get this vitality sensor. I finally get it. I understand. It's retarded. Uh, he says, until you have the software, it's tough to understand. Well, then why did you fucking introduce it? <laughs> That's if I t- my next question. He says, if I told you that you would be standing on an oversized bathroom scale and have fun doing it, you probably would have said, Reggie, I don't get it. And yet here we are with the balance board, arguably as the third largest development platform Across the globe. Well, if you're going to yeah. call it a scale, bathroom scale, there's your first problem. <laughs> if you, if, yeah. if you want to market it as a virtual skateboard or surfboard, or mm. then maybe 
maybe you're going to make it, but calling it a a bathroom scale, it's like calling it a virtual ironing board. I don't know. I mean, it's seriously. Exciting. I mean, how, it's exciting. It's chock full of Yeah, you know, the cool thing about the, the, the Wii Fit board is that, yeah, you can probably do a lot of cool, really cool stuff with it. And that's all well and good, but this thing, it's just, it attaches to your fucking finger. <laughs> that's all it does. It measures you. It measures your fucking temperature and maybe your pulse. I mean, what else are you supposed to fucking do with it? Aneurysm critical. Aneurysm coming soon. I mean, when are we? Yeah, it's like, what What else is there to get? I don't know, man. I I thought... I, it, it was if, such a bad idea to show that. The YouTube. Xbox rectal thermometer is going to kick its ass. That's what I'm saying. When that thing comes out, no, the yeah, vitality... I get it. I get that. Like, I get that. Like, knowing like what your, temp, your core temperature is down there, that's useful. Knowing your your heart, you know, and it can do your heartbeat and everything, you know. But this is just, and then the, it is, of it's course, unreal. the P, the, the, the PS3 vibrator. Yeah, that that's like that's not gonna be, that's gonna blow all those way. I totally get that. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, it glows from the inside. <laughs> it lights you up in ways you never thought possible. Um, there was kind of a interesting note here on Kotaku.com about Dragon Age as a massively single-player RPG. No, massive single-player social networking role-playing RPG, networking RPG. <laughs> So that would be an MSPS in quote RPG. This, quote some of this article here. It says, The appearance of Facebook and Twitter logos at the end of a recent Dragon Age promo video uh, got the writer asking questions. The writer is Stephen uh, Totillo. Uh, and the answers are mysterious. As a, as a Dragon Age... Origins demo I received in a rented New York City nightclub was nearing its conclusion yesterday. I was shown a video that teased more of the game's content. Uh, Goes on to say the fights and everything like that. Blah, 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 blah. And then this burned into my mind's eye the logos for Twitter and Facebook. Facebook! Uh, He talked to David Silverman, who is the senior product manager for the EA Bioware game, and he asked him what it was all about. Uh, He couldn't reveal much but he said I should think of Dragon Age Origins as not a single-player game with hundreds of hours of content, but as a massively single-player role-playing game. Uh, so he really said that. Yeah, that's oh that's a uh, that's a quote: massively single-player role-playing game. Uh, so what I'm kind of getting from this, and they actually alluded to this in another article that I saw. Uh, where they wanted to... There's going to be a lot of uh, player-generated content for Dragon Age Origins. Oh, like uh, Spore was supposed to do? Yeah. And it's going to be one of those things. Apparently, you're going to be able to share this stuff, you know, with Facebook and Twitter and all that. Just like every other game out there is doing now. You know, twi- uh, Twitter's on World of Warcraft, and Champions Online is going to have a built-in uh, Twitter client, I guess. You know, every game's getting in on the whole Twitter and Facebook thing. Uh, it's just... I actually think they're they're planning on trying to bring some of this player-made content over to the consoles as well from one of the articles that I read. Oh, God. 
So, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly what all they have planned, but, you know, hopefully soon all will be revealed. It just seems to me. I mean, I, I hey, I, I love Facebook and Twitter as, next, <laughs> as much as the next guy, but... But, but... But my wife could theoretically monitor my activities. <laughs> this is true. Via Facebook. She may not... She'd be like, she may not like what she finds. You said you had a job. <laughs> what are, you're going to one of those internet cafe places um, and playing games for 40 hours a week. That explains yeah, the exactly. empty bank account. Exactly. Some weird stuff going on, too. Mark encountered this game called Galactic Arms Race. You want to tell us a little bit about this game, Mr. You, Miller? You want me to tell you about Gar? Gar. Gar, Gar was recent, recently slash dotted, which is how I found out about it. And it's apparently on <laughs> Because our, you're a nerd, and, and they have news for nerds. News for stuff that matters. <laughs> um, I I was just kind of interested in it because it, it it's yet another emergent gameplay keyword, but this one really does it because what it does is the game kind of uses Dar- Darwinistic principles to to, <laughs> to develop weapons, particle based weapons for these, it's kind of like a think of kind of like Galactica or Galactica, Galaga <laughs> think of Galaga sort of but with like a more of a ongoing kind of saga around it. Is this a single player game? Or I'm, is it a multiplayer I think it's game? A, I think it's a multi it's a multiplayer game. Anyway, players can buy upgrades for their ships in, in the form of these particle weapons. The interesting thing is the game kind of keeps track of what is the most in demand as far as these particle weapons go. And so it takes the ones that are most in demand and comes up with crazy variations of it, puts that into the marketplace. Then as people buy those, it goes, oh, okay, that's most popular. So then it builds variations off of that. So using, like, the the principles of, like, mutation and evolution and everything, you end up with these just wacky-ass weapons that people like that the game keeps coming up with. And and some of them look really weird. Like, one one of them... You know, there's the typical stuff that looks like photon torpedoes or phasers or, you know, just shoots yeah, out I a saw blob. In the videos but where some it of them. like sperm was shooting out of the yeah. spaceship. <laughs> some look like that. It was some a of them, spam gun. Some of them go in these weird, you know, zigzag patterns, stuff that we've seen in other shooters before. But some of them do really weird stuff, like, though, one, one shot will go straight up the middle. And then to the right and the left, they'll go out to the side, and then they'll then they'll eventually like form up and go straight again along with the middle one. So it makes like a, a trident kind of shape thing. Yeah, it's kind of like a highway. It looks like yeah. One, one <clears throat> makes a highway because it's different colors. One makes a wall. One makes a, a hallway. One will make like a circle around the ship. It's just all these crazy things, and and players can choose between these different weapons, and they can obviously, as they progress through the game, buy more and more stuff. So the game's constantly trying to please the players by developing variations on the most popular weapons. Huh. And and in, with all these keywords on you know in in games being thrown out of emergent gameplay, here's like a clear case of where it is. So and who's Gar, this being developed by? Well. The the URL for it is gar.eecs.ucf.edu, so it's like a it's, it's actually a uh, educational endeavor. Right. So just Google Galactic Arms Race and you'll you'll find it if you if you didn't 
if I didn't properly enunciate that. <laughs> or you can check out the article on slash dot if it's if you check you know uh, search for it there. So just kind of interesting weird news I thought. Oh, it's from the uh, evolutionary complexity research group at the University of Central Florida. Oh, why? Of course, I always forget them. Damn it. <laughs> Let's see, one little last bit of crazy video game news. This dude on eBay bought a obscure video game from Nintendo. It was a Nintendo cartridge that was released uh, a long time ago for $17,500. I'm sure Noah has one. Most expensive video game <laughs> ever. So... J.J. Hendrix, who's a collector, uh, purchased this NES game. Oh, he's a collector. Uh, it was released in 1990. It's a gold-colored, ultra-rare version of the Nintendo World Championships, which is a cartridge uh, that was produced for use in a Nintendo-sponsored gaming contest. Uh, according to Wikipedia, only 26 of these were created, so they're ultra-ultra-rare. Um, Hendrix calls it the Holy Grail video game collectors. Oh. Uh, the game itself has a time limit of 6 minutes and 21 seconds. And it consists of three short segments from other NES games. Uh, Super Mario Brothers, Tetris, and Rad Racer. And then you're scored on your uh, p- performance, I guess, in each game. And then your score is totaled. Uh, can you... I mean, I don't care how old the game is or how rare it is, but... Six minutes worth of gameplay? Uh, what? Yeah. Seriously, you're going to be spending that much cash on it? It's and almost like $3,000 a minute. Jesus. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> How's that for gaming value right there? there? There's That's like no... There's like no bang for your buck. No. I think it was the same game and contest that was featured in the Fred Savage movie, The Wizard. Right, right. Yeah, God, man. I mean, that's just an insane amount of money to be spending on a video game. I think the most I've spent. I don't know. Mark's willing to spend a hundred bucks on a. That's pop true. Cap he's, he's willing Maybe to spend that much on the pop cap collection. Very interesting. Uh, two things that are very interesting. <laughs> One is you can. There is an emulator that can actually play it. The the ROM for that game has been made into like a MAME cartridge right, of right. sorts. So it's possible that, you know, even though you won't physically have it, you could virtually have that game to see what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Try out, get your friends together, see who can score the most in 6 minutes, 21 seconds. I'm sure Noah would win. Um, the other thing is I recently, now I'm like, I'm addicted to these old school war games. Like, So I went and I bought one uh, this week called Berserker. <laughs> and it's uh it's a uh it's a war game with the counters and the hex map and everything oh. based on Fred Saberhagen's Berserker series of books which is older than dirt which I read as a kid. So this is a board game like Settlers of Catan or something? Yeah, it's a board game. So <coughs> Nerd. I didn't spend uh Sixteen or twenty six thousand dollars or whatever, so or whatever he, I I spent uh, twenty dollars, which is still ridiculous. You're really reaching back to your past between that and the Dungeons and Dragons manual that you got the other week. Yeah, it's just, true. It's a nostalgia thing. 
Yeah. Wow. It's either that or a midlife crisis. <laughs> if, if, it is, if it is a midlife crisis, it is perhaps the least self-destructive midlife crisis ever achieved. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. Now I'll have to have everything TSR ever made. <laughs> anyway. Well, let us know how your next session of that game goes. No doubt. That sounds like a really bizarre oh, science experiment. You'll know. I need somebody to play it with. <laughs> <laughs> the recruitment begins. And I've read all the books, so I should have a slight tactical advantage. <laughs> oh, gosh. Speaking about bizarre science experiments, let's get into the topic of our Blogosteria segment. That's a perfect transition. Well, thank you, Noah. Now, if only there wasn't an awkward silence <laughs> to, to blow the segway. Hmm... And now it's time for... This week's Blogosteria is brought to you by... Twix! The cookie candy. <laughs> I was going to say something about Kit Kat and Twix. Uh, <laughs> nicely done. A cookie center and a chocolate casing. Mm, Caramel. Sweet, sweet. Twi- no, no, no. It's not Twix. It's, it's Twix. Uh, Twix is the City of Heroes character that a Loyola professor uh, created in the game City of Heroes uh, to. Run a science experiment. <laughs> a social science experiment. A social science experiment. Uh, apparently he became quite infamous in the City of Heroes world uh, for... Uh, basically, his his tactics in player versus player <clears throat> combat were, were frowned upon by the uh, general community. Uh, he would teleport foes to um, guards that were guarding the entrance to, to this the zone. particular zone, and they would die not by the character, but they would die from the guards that were guarding the zone, and therefore these characters would incur experienced debt. Oh yeah, that's what sucks Every about City time. of Heroes when you die. So XP debt in City of Heroes, trust me, coming from a, bla- a level 50 blaster who maxed out a blaster character. Yeah, he and knows that last about, max out was a long it process. It was a very long process, especially those last couple levels. I died lots of times. Mm-hmm. And every death was like, God, it just set you, it set you back sometimes. Yeah, it, it was exponential almost in its oh, growth. It was horrible. It was horrible and beautiful. I was surprised I even got to level fifty at all. That was quite the determination. Was uh, anyway. So he was, you know. But the thing is, is that he was playing within the game rules. There was nothing illegal about what this guy was doing, but he was being an ass about it. And he would also make an ass comments about, you know, whenever. Come he on, would, team. Yeah, he would always. He's like, re- woohoo! The well, heroes killed another his villain. His whole thing was that that. Basically, the two sides in the PvP zones were being too... Friendly. Friendly. Conversational. And they were forgetting that it's a game, and in the game, you're supposed to kill them. You're supposed to kill each other. Which is, which is in itself, just... If you, if you take it just as that, you know, if you're thinking, okay, you know, you guys are in a PvP zone, 
you should be facing off against each other, your heroes versus villains. And and what he saw was that they were all kind of buddy buddy. You know, they, talk. It, it was it wasn't <laughs> you know PvP was only supposed to be consensual. Consensual. Uh, and his his mindset was fuck that. Essentially, you know, it's supposed to be a PvP game. We're going to do some PvP. And he came in and he wreaked havoc, and people didn't appreciate how he did it. They tried telling him politely to stop. They told him that his actions weren't appreciated. And and, and just in, in, in that by itself, I don't have a problem with what he, what he was doing um, initially, because he was, you know, he was like, yeah, you know, this is supposed to be a PvP zone. We're supposed to be fighting each other in it. Let's not be all buddy-a-buddy about it. Let's just do it. Get it Let's on. just go at it. Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> and, Let's get it on. And at first, I was just you know when I first started reading this, I was like, well, yeah, you know, I could see what, you know his attitude towards that. You know, it's you know, it's one of those things where yeah, you're supposed to be playing versus the other team. You know, it's, this isn't supposed to be a zone where you're supposed to team up with the villains and and help each other out and stuff. That's just stupid. And I totally agree with that. I know it wasn't like that when Mark and I were last there. We got our butts kicked by a villain. <laughs> we got wiped. We were just stalked by someone, yeah, just incessantly. Oh yeah. Maybe it was him. Twixt, he would teleport <laughs> us into the sentries. No, this guy actually had some type of combat skills. That's um, true. Myers, who bought City of Heroes in 2004, learned that players ignored uh, PvP area's stated purpose. Uh, heroes chatted peacefully with the villains in the combat zone instead of fighting with each other. Members of the two factions sparred with the computer-controlled enemies together... <laughs> Uh, so he sensed a research opening. He says he created Twixt, which is a scrappy, high-leaping hero decked out in different color spandex, uh, which I have to say, I'm sorry, but if I saw this guy on my server, I'd want to kill him, too, because his costume is very annoying looking. He would not win a costume contest. <laughs> no, he, he, he would, would not. He would not be America's next not. fashion designer. <laughs> Uh, so he took his character into the virtual war zone and sent out to simply battle villains. Uh, he proved difficult to beat. Uh, he he had the uh, teleport foe foe uh, skill, uh, which allowed him to transport villains anywhere he wished. So he always took him to a uh, the NPC robot, like I said before, where it would of course annihilate them the second they yeah. got anywhere close to it, and they would incur. XP debt, and then he, so he started receiving death threats from people. Uh, one one quote here is, uh, <laughs> which is pretty much sums it up: "If you kill me one more time, I will come and kill you for real." And I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that gave him chills. Yeah, it gave him chills. Uh, he palmed his mouse and did it again he and again his mouse. and again. <laughs> Turn the lights a little lower. <laughs> Put on the Barry White. <laughs> Started yes, doing teleport click, click. Anyway, and no over. one could figure out how to get this guy <laughs> killed, and they they tried to get him to leave the game. They would actually, you know, the players got so pissed off, you know, they get into forum battles with him, you know, basically, you know, calling him every name in the in the book, uh, taunting him, calling him out, basically saying that he was a fucking pedophile, uh, scumbag. Uh, you know, they tried. You know, I think they said they they tried nicely at first, but then they, you know, quickly degenerated into, you know, name calling and fuck <laughs> you, get out of the fucking game, or we'll find you in real life and kill you, kind of deal. Uh, 
And he he posted all this, and he said, well, basically, this is all in the name of science. You know, this is all a big science experiment. You have been my unwilling... And his character... So he revealed his identity and his character's purpose in Play and Punishment, the sad and curious case of Twixt, which is an academic paper on his experiment. Uh, He published this in uh, last year, and he presented the paper at a video game conference in Copenhagen, Denmark. Give the people the air... Uh, he likens his journey as Twix to a bad high school experience, especially the verbal abuse and rumor mongering. Uh, the professor, uh, he was disturbed at the game rules, uh, encouraging competition and varied tacti- tactics hardly matter to a gaming community members who wanted to preserve a deeply rooted culture. And that's one of the things, that was one of his big mistakes, is that an MMO is a game where you know and especially in a game like City of Heroes it's been around for so long and everybody's kind of you know everybody who's played the game for years and years and years have all kind of migrated onto the same servers so they all a lot of them probably know each other you know they probably run into each other quite a bit and so there's like a very tight knit community there in City of Heroes now and so they you know that, that that's what MMOs are kind of all supposed to be about. Yeah, it's supposed to be about the community, and that that's where he kind of fails in this. And this is what kind of cracks me up is, is that he he didn't anticipate there would be a community <laughs> that there would be some kind of community, and then therefore a community backlash against against him and and his actions and what he was doing. He was just being a complete asshole. He, was he, he would even go onto the forums and taunt. Yeah, and I mean, taught people on the forums that got so. It wasn't like stupid. he was taking this high road. No, I mean, I mean he was totally trained. playing it up. He was yeah. totally playing the part, part up, and, and he got lashed for it. Uh, but yeah, that was that was the thing that got me. Is that oh, I was so surprised. You know, I didn't understand why people, you know, took it this way. Now, if he's going around, I, the the story, of the original column, which we'll have in our show notes suggests that even when other villains ganged up in groups against him, he was too good to be bested. And No, it was just probably the fact that just he used crappy, ta- cra- yeah. crappy tactics <laughs> and exploiting game mechanics <laughs> that probably should have been fixed. You yeah. know? I mean, I hate pointing the finger a little bit at, at uh, Cryptic NC or NCSoft, whatever, whatever we're calling them these Paragon, days. Paragon right, Studios. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard to keep track. I mean, you hate pointing the finger at the developers, but you know exploits like that should have probably been fixed a long time ago. Well, if they're fixing exploits in the frickin' architect, yeah, this is a pretty basic one. Yeah, it's pretty simple. I mean, you shouldn't be able to just teleport PvP players and then not really have to do any of the work yourself and let the NPCs yeah. <laughs> do the work for you. Those NPCs are there so that they, the opposite faction can't camp the entry point. Right, and they can't cross the... You know, and that's all well and good. It's not meant so you can but teleport them directly to that area. Perhaps there should be a, yeah, well, a limitation if like, to... If you were playing with true skill, like that guy that was assassinating me and Mark over oh, and over... Oh, God, that guy was good. With real gameplay tactics, I'd understand his, like, whatever may be happening. He was 
cheating in a way. And then not only that, he was egging these people on to hate him. But this is like me, like using the leg kick with Ken in Street Fighter 2 over and over no, and over again. That's in every fighting game. You do or, the low attack. <laughs> or any... <laughs> you do take the low road literally in fighting games. Yeah. It's the same attack over and over. <laughs> yeah. But it works. And you know. <laughs> I'm on to your game. I know when to start blocking that stuff. Yeah, that's when I throw. Uh, anyway, sorry. It's just, yeah, it's just an ass, you know? It's like, no, but he says that his experience demonstrated that modern-day social groups making use of modern-day technology can revert to medieval and crude methods in trying to manipulate and control others. If you aren't a member of the tribe, you get whacked with a stick, he said. I look at social groups with dismay. That's because you're... <laughs> Talk about the ultimate loner. because you were being an ass clown. This is like the... It's like a Columbine prototype here. <laughs> <sighs> I know. Anyway, this this article shook through the blogosphere, uh, therefore creating a blogosteria, yeah. producing some really great quotes, uh, some great blogs, uh, blog posts just on this particular subject. Uh, this particular <laughs> one comes from uh, Bannable Offensives. <laughs> Offenses. Uh, <coughs> one of the great quotes from this is is that personally, I thought we were just having fun playing a sweet video game, but who am I to question science? <laughs> I suppose I kind of get it. It basically, it's basically a new population developing its own rules and customs. We're like a zoo, but with less shit throwing. <laughs> Though we're working on that for an upcoming patch. Uh, here, one of my favorite quotes also from this article is, is that, what does he say? It, it goes, <laughs> let me refer back to our notes here for it. He says, this is science now? Did we run out of random animals to torture and study? <laughs> <laughs> I really like that one. Uh, another good quote. This one comes from uh, Strops. Strops World. Strops World. Uh, he says, well, I guess if the... If if that if that's all there was, there'd be really nothing to complain about. All games with PvP have griefers and gankers, and even some games without PvP have those type of players. However, it's the use of the teleport feature that has players rolled up. The City Heroes developers have stated that it's not an intended behavior to use teleport in the manner Myers is using it, but they have stopped short of calling it an exploit. So far, I'm wondering what this is all a fuss about. It just seems to be another case of a high-level player camping low-level players and ganking them by using a vil- using an ability in a way not really intended by the devs. That sort of thing happens all the time. It's standard bully boy behavior. And it's kind of like how that guy in... Uh, uh, if you saw that World of Warcraft episode by South Park... Yeah. On South Park, where yeah. they all, like... Banded up to try to take down the evil high level player. They killed and, like a gazillion and pigs. Kept killing him. Yeah. Yeah, so they went back and they were like, oh, we gotta defeat this guy. They finally. got the Sword of a Thousand Truths. <laughs> yes, the Sword of a Thousand Truths. <laughs> That's right. I love it. I love it. Um, Bull Copra chimed in. 
He says, players should also remember that these social playgrounds that we call MMOs are just that, games and social playgrounds. In World of Warcraft, I think people have already learned that the biggest obstacles are there to fall down, and that AFKing in Battlegrounds counts as cheating. Well, at least in the social community's collective mind, at least. This is kind of like what Goon Squad's all about, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, Goon Squad does go out of their way to find exploits in the game, and, and they'll... You know, or or they'll use like Zerg rush tactics or or whatnot. They'll just use their sheer numbers alone to. Well, so do you, I guess the crux of, to me of the issue is: Do you think this guy really doesn't get it? Like, yeah, I totally think that's so what you think, it is. Okay, because there's he just two options: either 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 he's a total asshole, or he sincerely doesn't understand like how a game. Game mechanics are are affected by the players who have social dynamics and form social groups and hierarchies. Yeah, I mean, he's not a developer or anything like that. So, do you think he's like an Asperger syndrome guy, (laughs) like functional, but but he's somewhere along the autism spectrum? Like, doesn't quite understand the nuances of social interaction. I have a hard time thinking a university professor would be. (laughs) Maybe I'm naive, but. <clears throat> they used to do a lot of screening on university professors, at least decent schools too. And I don't know. I think pretty he's just Yeah, I think it's him trying to get his name out there and get right. some notoriety, and so he's making the most controversial way that he can. I think this, this is a good point brought up by uh, Spinksville. Uh, Spinks on his blog says, I think the fact that players didn't trust the developers to stop the griefing affected how they responded. In a game where developers were quicker to hotfix PvP imbalances, they probably have just reported him and moved on. As it was, they felt powerless to stop him. So then they just said, well, shit, you know, <laughs> we'll just try to grief him out of the game. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, you know, it's response. like, take, take the matters into our own hands kind of thing. So I think that's a pretty good and valid point there. Yeah, it's not like he did anything that couldn't be done to him. No, uh, no. That's exactly, true. Yeah, well, but the thing is that he wouldn't go into the into a PvP zone that would allow him allow that to happen. Well, you know, he, he was never... in a Well, like I mean, really, if if you were sufficiently motivated, you could you could get, you know how like in um in other games, you get, like, a nuke crew together. Mm-hmm. Well, you could get, like, a teleport crew together where you had, like, a chain of people who could teleport him back to their entrance. Right. You know? Like, if everybody... If you got, like, six people with teleport foe mm-hmm. and made a chain, he'd be, like, <laughs> totally screwed. You know, just a well, little see, coordination. There he goes. That'd see, be really awesome. Why weren't you playing when this was all <laughs> oh, going you down, mean Mark? me, the nemesis of Twix? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's not important you could enough. could have done that. <laughs> <laughs> you had better things to do. I had better things. I had better, bigger fish to fry. Bigger theses to write. Uh, yeah, this that's is a right. good point from the Stylish Corpse blog. Uh, it says, It's not the experiment I mind. It's the, oh dear, dear me, look what I stirred up expression while standing there, dripping spoon in hand. Yes. That's... At least have the balls to admit you're studying ass attitude. It's not like you'd be lacking for research material. <laughs> yeah, which is a good point, because the interwebs is full of ass clowns. Mm-hmm. So, no doubt about that. My my personal favorite out of all this blogosteria this week came from 
uh, bio break. Uh, Sip, it's Sip's new blog. Sip used to be a uh, diehard Warhammer uh, blogger, but has since moved on <laughs> from such things and just kind of blogs about theme. general gaming uh, events. Um, <laughs> he comes up with a list of different experiments that you could try, <laughs> which I thought were quite hilarious. These so are awesome. One experiment was to pretend to be a flirtatious bimbo to see if gaming nerds will trip over their feet in an attempt to shower you with all sorts of goods and services. Uh, the possible outcome would be a broken heart, eventual humiliation, as you reveal to them that they're in fact in love with a 42-year-old man named ah! Max, who's going to publish their tale of woe in the American <laughs> Journal of Sociology with, with screen, screen caps. caps. That's the best part. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. Uh, another one <laughs> was, immerse yourself so deeply in a particular MMO that you never leave. <laughs> Not even when you log off. Get cosmetic surgery to make your ears end in a point. Wear a suit of revealing armor everywhere. And don't be afraid to take that plus four great sword of wrath onto <laughs> the public transit system. End up in the, on the six o'clock news as a wild maniac fending off cops with broad sweeps of your blade, <laughs> shouting how they must die so you must get their loot drops. How science will benefit? Your colleagues will have a great story to tell at all the conventions. And it took 15 shots to bring him down, quote-unquote. actually happened in a small town with an EverQuest player. I, you know what? I think you're right. Maybe he went, it did. He did. He went off the I think deep the end. only reason why these are so funny is because there's like some hint of truth. truth. Yeah, that's there's totally... There's some hint of truth yeah. to all of them. But mm-hmm. that experiment number five was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Can, I, can I read Yeah, that? go for it. Become the Jane Goodall of MMORPGs. <laughs> Create a character and enter their world just to follow one particular gamer around everywhere, taking detailed notes as to their behavior for a future best-selling book on the habits and behavior of the gaming geek. Possible difficulties? You must rise above pleas to stop stalking and warnings from the game's champs. <laughs> After all, this is for the benefit of the entire world. That would be so jacked up. <laughs> Dude, especially with Could the you emotes, imagine if like you just, you're like scribbling. If you, you just your logged laptop. on every day and you had some random person oh, yeah. following you everywhere. Yeah. Not do, they were not doing anything, they're just following, following you. you everywhere. With, the ran- with that, ra- that laptop emote where they're looking all intellectual, like chronicling your every move. <laughs> That would be so awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, that thank thanks to uh to this thank you Sip for that, for this yeah, wonderful it's a great <clears throat> great blog, man. But definitely I think it was the cream great of the post. crop. Yeah, for sure. As far as the blog hysteria goes. I I liked some of the uh there was what was the other there was one experiment that was like massive. Oh yeah, experiment number 3. With government funding, purchase 4,000 World of Warcraft accounts and slave them together to create the ultimate multi-box rig. Possible benefits? To see if any, any woman on the planet would instantly swoon and fall at your feet after finding out that you completed every raid, dungeon, and quest in the game simultaneously. After which you hearthed 4,000 characters to one location to crash, crash Blizzard server. I love that one. There should be an achievement for that, yes, for sure. there should be. Like, Achievement no unlocked. <laughs> Server crashed. No doubt. 4,000 people in Barrens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great posts. Very awesome. Uh, we appreciate the Blogosphere for coming out in full force yeah. for this particular Blogosteria event. No doubt about it.
thank you for downloading episode 96 of Channel Massive. Thank you. Especially you. Achievement unlocked. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. Uh, if you have any questions for us, comments, go ahead and leave that to us at mail. At channelmassive.com. We've got a uh, Twitter feed going on at twitter.com slash channelmassive. Uh, please write in. We want to hear about your stories. If you have any comments about the blogosteria and the Askson professor involved, feel free to do that. We will look forward to chatting with you guys next week. Yes, in episode 97. 97. Didn't see that number coming, did you? No, not at all. Sure didn't. (laughs) Take care, and we'll see you next week. Hopefully we'll meet Mark and I will see you in Age of Conan on Monday. Yeah. Totally. But I'm not not invited, though. Although Mark might also be getting into Ion. Yes. Watch out. I will put on my wings and try to create a character named Death Angel, only to be <laughs> only to be humiliated when I end up with Death Angel. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? Care not, beautiful. Care, yeah. Take care not to fly too high. Young Grace.